0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Chat Podcast. I'm Alistair Charlton, an automotive and technology journalist, and I'm joined as ever by my friend and fellow car enthusiast, George Turner. Good evening.
1: Hey, George. It's Saturday evening, and we're we're in recording a podcast.
0: I thought you were on local radio for a second then. It's Saturday evening. evening. So Saturday evening, it's 20 to 8, and we're just getting started on the, uh, the golden hour. <laughs> all the hits, all
1: night long. <laughs> <laughs> no repeat guarantee. Anyway, you, you join me... In the middle of early shifts. So mm. I, Are you very tired? I'm not quite sure what, what time it is or day. I'm just very tired. <laughs> I had one of those nights last night where I woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't sleep. Mm. And then when my alarm went off at half past three, I turned the light on and proceeded to fall back to sleep for 40 minutes. And then oh, shit. I had to get to work in a hurry. You know, no breakfast, no no nothing, literally just out of bed, into my uniform, out the door. Look like a bag of shit all day. <laughs> and what car was at
0: your disposal? I saw you had an MX-5 the other day.
1: I, Did you have I borrowed an MX-5 uh, for an evening, which was good fun. But mm. this weekend, my other half has gone away, and she's taken my car, my, my Volkswagen Passat. Oh. Uh, which I know... And I'm really, I never don't get up for work on time. So it's very rare for me to be late. Mm. And I know I've got a car at my disposable, at disposal that will easily cruise at 90, 100. Not that I do that, obviously. On a private like road. If the police are listening.
0: So, um, <laughs> it's been on the
1: Autobahn as uh Yeah, so this morning I was faced with a Fiesta, which struggled a lot. So the one day I needed a bit of power, I sort of didn't have it. Um, I can go- you didn't have the power when you needed it as uh, a certain touring car racer might say Yeah, so I can go off on a little tangent here because as mm-hmm. you and I guess the listeners will know by now even though my Volkswagen is not worth a lot of money I look after it really well I have treated it to new brakes new suspension, refurbished alloys new number plates, new lights a fresh bumper it, I've done so much to it Mm. Uh, And I look after it really well, service it by hand now. So I I lent it for the weekend because they're going away and there's a few of them. Spacious, Mm -hmm. comfortable. Mm -hmm. And by three o'clock yesterday afternoon, I had a text saying, Oops, sorry, reversed into a (laughs) bollard.
0: Oh oh, oh, no. Oh
1: no. So there is now some damage to the rear end. Which, you know, accidents happen, but I can just imagine that knowing me and knowing how much I love that car, it was probably like, (laughs) oh my God, he's going to go ballistic. (laughs) And I sort of did inside, but I, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, you you took a moment before you replied. Yeah, I was like, well, it's lucky I changed the rear lights in February because I've got the ones I took out still in the garage, so I can put... Put the rear light right. And it's it's already looking like it's going to the body shop on Monday because I am not driving around in a scratched and dented car <laughs> that I didn't do.
0: Oh, that's um, oh, that's really annoying, isn't it? These things happen. They I mean, do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of pranging the odd car or two while parking and whatnot, but, oh, yeah, frustrating.
1: That's my... And the rest of it, you know, I've got a weekend to myself and I've just spent it doing... Sort of 14 hour days at work And then mm. trying to sleep But tomorrow's the last day and That's such an early start isn't it That's just horrendous Yeah well I do 5 till 5 And mm. in the summer you do 5 till 5 Because yeah. it's, it's quite busy Actually today was a proper yet. Saturday Like, Is it quite busy now? Well, t- t- feels like I I think it's normal During the week not as much But because Saturday is quite a traditional holiday day It was yeah. It's pretty manic today it makes the time go quicker. Uh, I was going to say, is that better? Because sometimes I know
0: that you'll be sat around, you know, you'll, you'll see a plane out in the morning and then you'll be nothing to do until it comes back again, when it's very quiet.
1: Yeah, that, that's kind of the winter. But yeah, the summer is a lot busier. So yeah, Good. how have you been? You've been busy as well. Oh, I've been really busy, yeah.
0: I, I was going to um, sort of expand on that by saying I went on a plane the other day for the first time since January 2020, which felt quite novel and I'd forgotten what to do at security. Um, it, it was uh, Edinburgh to London So I didn't go all that far But uh, yeah, that was that was a, a novel, enjoyable experience And I was up in Edinburgh because I was um, tasked by Rolls-Royce To deliver a Cullinan to Edinburgh, to the dealership They're doing some journalist event there uh, this week, I think And um, yeah, they wanted a car And they thought, well, we could send it on a transporter at great expense And no coverage Or we could get a journalist to drive it up there And get some coverage out of it so I was the uh, the chosen one, the safe pair of hands apparently, and uh, yeah, so took that, had it dropped off in London, uh, and then, well, went to a wedding that, that, that you were also at. Yes. And um, that was good
1: fun. That was a brilliant wedding. It wasn't quite wedding spec, was it? <laughs> it was sort of oligarch or footballer spec. Absolutely <laughs> huge.
0: It was Russian gangster spec. Um Iced Military Green, the name of the colour is. You can't get it on the configurator. It's its not a wrap. It is paint. I dread to think how much it costs. Uh, but yes, Iced Military Green.
1: I called, I called it Lancaster Bomber Green.
0: <laughs> it was very much
1: that, yep. <laughs> but an absolute whopper um, of a car. It's just
0: enormous. I think, were you... You were in the group of people. I sort of walked around to it in the car park at the wedding venue. I think the next morning, and people were laughing because it's so big. And I was parked parked next to a Fiesta, and and, uh, makes it look even bigger. I think
1: when I saw it, a bath was parked next to it. Mm. A little, little, uh, five hundred. But yeah, just it. it But I've got to say, I only sat. Well, I sat in the back and I sat in the front, and it was incredibly comfortable.
0: Mm.
1: The, The lovely plush carpets. The, there was a good amount of whiskey decanters in there as well. There was
0: one in the <laughs> two decanters, one chilled, one at room temperature. Yeah,
1: you were like, there was one <laughs> and four glasses. One in the center console of the back seats, and then you said, "Open up the fridge, and there's just yep. another one." Oh, great! <laughs> I love that it only has four seats
0: total. Well, sort of. There are two in the boot for uh, the viewing suite to watch the polo from. Um, but it's only made for four passengers or three passengers and a driver, yet there are four glasses. So yes, um, quite a lot of glassware and, uh, the, the starlight roof lining, of course, that I think all Rolls Royce have now. And, um, and yeah, the, the, the viewing suite seats that roll out of the boot, um, for when you're at the polo or at a, I don't know, and especially, uh, luxurious sports day perhaps at your at your kids score.
1: Yeah I mean you, yeah, you basically folded uh, down the, it was quite, quite the folded car. flat the tailgate and sort of sat on the tailgate, but it, it had some little seats mm. on it. it. it wasn't particularly comfortable. I mean you were perched in a weird position, but hey. It's
0: quite high up as well. I've shown sort of shorter people this and it's a bit of a leap well it was for myself, it's a bit of a leap to get into that seat.
1: I sort uh, so of it, it's perhaps I wasn't picturing the polo match. I was just picturing like a a swift picnic at the side of the A42. <laughs> 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 the traffic was flying. I just thought, why would you? Would you just stop and we'll go and sit on the tailgate and have a picnic. Yeah,
0: that's brilliant. It did have a I like the table, idea of taking a Rolls Royce and having yeah, a little fold out table. I like the idea of just having some real shitty pork pies at the side of the, mar- side of the road, <laughs> not being able to hear each other for the traffic.
1: <laughs> Would have been more comfortable just to just stay sat in the back of the car.
0: Absolutely. There yes. you go. Um, yeah. So oh. Massage seats all round. Excellent sound system. I don't know who does their sound. It's just branded Rolls Royce, but bloody good. Um, and drives like they all do. Rides like they all do. I think you could blindfold me and put me in a Rolls Royce, and I would know it was a Rolls Royce. They just have a feel about them. Um, that's unlike anything else. A
1: ship. So, uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is a land yacht, certainly. Like, you drive it around, you sort of the, the vast bonnet out in front of you, and when you accelerate, it lifts up like a boat. Yeah, it's quite something. But I got completely used to it. I drove it up to Yorkshire and stayed at my mum's house for the night, where we parked it on the drive and then parked the car in front of it to like block it in um, <laughs> for, for safety. And uh, then drove up to Edinburgh the next day. And I was there for a a day and a half, I guess, and just driving around the city, going to a restaurant, going to lunch, whatever, it just felt fine. I I completely got used to it. I got used to the fact that perhaps I was some incredibly rich person who was just driving around in there, 360 grand Rolls
1: Royce. Did you parallel park it? Um,
0: A couple of times, yeah. Um, Here, anyway, in London. Of course, yeah. uh, Which I was a a little bit scared about, but yeah, that was okay. Fortunate enough that there was some space. Um, But no, when I was up in Edinburgh, um, well, the hotel that I was staying at with the the new communications manager from Rolls, um, the the hotel had a valet. So when I turned up, it was a case of, you know, hand them the keys and uh, they deal with it, which was quite nice. I hope they knew why we were there. I hope they don't think we were just incredibly wealthy and... Pottering around in our roles, Put separate rooms. For, the, for, the, for a <laughs> Presumably. yeah, yeah, separate rooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> uh, but you know, it was funny, sort of walking into reception, and they'd say, "Oh, shall I go and get the vehicle, sir?" And they'd bring it around for me.
1: It's the Rose Rose.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, they knew. They recognised. I mean, are we
1: going to touch on on what happened <laughs> after um, the wedding? Um, umbrella gate. <laughs> uh, umbrella gate. So you. At this hotel we were staying in, they had like a courtesy umbrella bucket, whereby yeah. the hotel had provided some umbrellas, and if you were going to your car in the rain, you could pinch one and then take it out, mm-hmm. use it, bring it back. Uh, and it was pinch it, being the opposite. It was word. pissing down on that day, so yep. lots of the umbrellas were going, coming and going. And you pinched you you took one out of the rolls, the one that slides neatly into the. Into the door pocket. Yeah,
0: famously they have them in the in the in the, in the rear doors, don't they? And they're heated and it's a Rolls-Royce well, you know, branded it's, umbrella. It's yes, like a I was stainless using it steel. because it was raining.
1: Yeah, it, It's a very nice, very nice. Yeah,
0: chrome handled, yeah.
1: And you popped it in the in the courtesy umbrella. In the complimentary
0: box. umbrella place. Yeah, I didn't want to bring a load of water into the restaurant at breakfast. Um there were others in there. They weren't just the branded ones.
1: And then when you came back it was gone. Yeah. And the best bit about this was the, the fact you then had to go up to the counter uh, <laughs> in this hotel and say, "Excuse me, somebody's taken the umbrella." That's quite a strange my, story to tell. It's from yes. my Rolls Royce. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but it's come from my Rolls Royce. But obviously, you didn't do it like that you, because you're not you're not a, no, a showy guy. No. You, you did stand there and sort of say, "Look, it, it's from a Rolls Royce." It's not my Rolls Royce. It's Rolls Royce's Rolls Royce, yeah. and they probably won't be very happy that I've lost their umbrella. And the woman was still there, going, "Yeah, yeah um, are you sure it's not there? Oh, it's not a lot I can do. <laughs> it's just an <laughs> umbrella." And you're going, yeah. it's not. It's not any umbrella. <laughs> umbrella. It's yeah. <laughs> it's from a Rolls Royce. It is. It- <laughs> Somebody has taken it, and I want all the rooms searched at once." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want the hotel on Everybody outside now. Need to search everybody. Into
1: your pockets. Where? Which one of you peasants <laughs> has taken my umbrella?
0: Yeah. I was meant to Google um, how they, much. They never did call. Like, a, a, oh, I haven't worth. done. it No, if I want so, to.
1: Did, was the, did you explain to the PR? Look, sorry. I
0: did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said to Isabel. She'd already looked, though. I left it a bit late to tell her, and it wasn't until the next day where i i confessed and she said oh i did wonder because i was trying to find because it was raining in in scotland because scotland in august and um she was she she said oh i noticed there was one missing and that you had your own umbrella in the boot (laughs) yeah about that there are two of us and i thought i better bring an umbrella because yeah one's gone missing well it wasn't me so yes whoops (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was briefly
1: Oh, you I thought, thought it you'd played
0: a, a prank on me yeah because I saw you with an umbrella I think you were sort of like spinning it around a little bit I thought oh George is just taking the piss but no no that
1: was my uh, BMW um, Sauber F1 umbrella
0: <laughs> I love that we've all got branded umbrellas um, I'm looking now I have googled it's price on request on the Rolls Royce website Tw- which is never a 20, good sign 20 grand <laughs> um, there's one on ebay
1: that's it. That's the one. It's not quite the... S- that's... <laughs> List, listed, probably, listed eight days ago.
0: I should probably have a look on eBay and keep an eye on that. Um, That one is... Oh, it's only 35 quid. Oh, no, there is another one that's 389.
1: That's the one. Located that, that, in that, Surrey. That's the
0: one, yeah. That is that is the one. And it's, uh, it's in Harrow. 400 quid. I had it in my head it'd be about 400 quid. Oh, it says it's new with tag, so it's not. It's not mine. I
1: just feel like that. That the woman behind the desk was like, umbrellas are like five quid. Just get another one. <laughs> and you're yeah. Like, no. It's yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. It comes with the car. I. I don't think I explained the fact that it. It's, it's in a heated chamber. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's for when madam is disembarking from the rear seat and driver has an umbrella to hand. Yeah. Oh well. oh
1: well, but the, the trip was good. The, the the car was amazing. It
0: was. It was very thirsty. Goodness well, me! Would you say it was, sixteen mpg?
1: Uh, it was a V twelve. Was it six and three quarter litre V twelve?
0: Twin turbo. Oh, okay.
1: So <laughs> what? What was the average mpg yep. on the run up to Edinburgh? Sixteen, one
0: six. <laughs> it just does. It does just does a flat sixteen no matter where you are. I went to Dorking and back twice, and it took. That was probably five hours of driving to go what 80 miles um and it was still it did 16 then and it did 16 on the motorway to edinburgh yeah pretty bad so did, uh, has
1: it say, do you have to keep filling it yeah, up all the time yeah.
0: no i put well i put 80 in. I, I parked up at a fuel station near here when i left london and it was i just had a really slow pump for some reason and i got bored after 80 quid and i felt like i was holding people up so i thought all oh, that'll do um, and then I put another ninety five into it the next day <laughs> <laughs> so, so I put eighty something in to get it from sort of a quarter to three quarters, and then, on leaving huddersfield, I put ninety five in and that filled it but yeah
1: definitely cheaper to fly, <laughs> I reckon when you when you come back
0: yes, yeah, yeah yeah. Um, it's a very thirsty thing, and the the live uh, fuel economy thing is hilarious because if you boot it, you can get it down to one point nine, but it wouldn't go lower. The, the the readout just stops ticking down when it gets to one point nine.
1: That's mad. Yes. Mm. Well, what a, what a good experience to have had.
0: Yeah, it was good fun. It was unusual. I've done well. I've been invited to drive backs before, where there's been a press event somewhere abroad, and you're given the opportunity to bring the cars home again. But I've not done a drive two before, so. So yeah, it was good, good to spend some time with it, good to get to know um, the, the, the new um, comms director, comms manager at Rolls, good to go to Edinburgh, uh, had some nice food, um, yeah, it was, it was good fun.
1: Cool. Do you mind if I get another beer or cider? Because I forgot go to get for a Go for it, yeah. And we'll just keep it rolling. And <laughs> I'll give you... There'll be
0: a brief interlude.
1: Right, I'm sat back down.
0: Good stuff. What have you got, a left, did you say? Lef. Yeah, I've
1: got a left age its own glass of course and that should put me to sleep (laughs) very soon after (laughs) we finish this (laughs)
0: so I was going to say very briefly um I before I went to Edinburgh I went up to Darlington to drive a new Polestar 2 or a new variant of the Polestar 2 they're doing the single motor ones the the Delta variant uh (laughs) don't call it that (laughs) um so yeah, the single-motor variants, front-wheel drive, and I drove the long-range one, which I think is like 300 miles, something like that. I could be wrong, but that seems about That's right. Not bad. Um not As good as the regular Polestar 2. More comfortable, because it doesn't have the city, Olean's race dampers, um, much cheaper. Just just a nice car. Doesn't need to be that quick. It was fine. It was all good. Um, really nice driving route over to County Durham and Northumberland, middle of nowhere. I mean, it felt like the roads were closed a lot of the time. I felt like I had the road to myself. And um, I'm only mentioning this because I went over a crest at one point and I wasn't going that quick at all. I wasn't sort of pressing on by any means. But I think a crest sort of t- took me by surprise a little bit. I thought that was a bit more of a jump almost than I expected. When
1: your stomach goes, then ones.
0: It wasn't even that bad for what I remember. But my, my sort of memory of it has been sort of, um, polluted somewhat by the, uh, the seatbelt tensioner fired. And it gripped me so tight. I don't know if you've had this happen. And I sort of forgot it was a thing but the seatbelt sort of moved back in and gripped me so, so tightly. I couldn't breathe. It was really quite uh, alarming. And um, so for the next few seconds, I was like, well, I don't know how to undo this. Do I, do I have to stop? Do I just undo the belt? And then it released after, oh, I don't know, five seconds or so. But, it's almost
1: uh, like the car's giving yeah, you a little, that, that was... I can kill you. I can suffocate you to death. <laughs> <laughs> it felt
0: a little bit like that. It was like, are you demonstrating how you can save me in an accident or how you could just kill me at will? Because, yeah, really, really gripped me. Um, and I haven't researched it. I was asking the guys from Polestar, and they weren't sure whether it's it grips you based on the weight in the seat, because I think that would, if you, if you were a much older person in there, I think that would be really quite painful. But, uh, yeah, so that was an experience anyway. <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah, that's different. Nothing else to say about that, although I was given a room in the hotel, and I was delegated the role of head gardener for some reason. My key had head gardener written on it. I don't know if I was meant to water the plants that night or something, but, uh... but it was as
1: nice. As if, like, the gardener would just be like, oh, mate, we've forgot, we've got too many people, you're going to have to just <laughs> go somewhere else for a night, and he's, he's some <laughs> muddy boots and gloves in the in the closet, it, it felt that way it was one of three potting
0: sheds and mine was the only one that said head gardener there was an Alan Titchmarsh calendar on the wall
1: there may as well have been I'll never forget when we were kids we used to go around this uh, this house long story um, mm. where my friend's mum used to clean whilst this chap was at work and uh, I don't yeah. think I ever met him but he used to like leave us notes and cool things and video games and stuff anyway he had a mm. Charlie Dimmock calendar and I've never forgotten <laughs> that. <laughs> He's he, uh proud on his kitchen. Is this
0: Charlie Dimmock off of the nineties? This was nineties Dimmock. Yeah, okay.
1: Where, yeah. She was a bit more <laughs> you know, denim, sort of Jeremy Clarkson jeans and heavy bust. Didn't really wear didn't really wear a bra, no, did she? Yeah. No. <laughs> I've uh, never forgotten that. Anyway, we've gone on track. So you've been doing a lot of you've been doing a lot of, <laughs> of travelling around and hotels. I have, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, including weddings when you stayed um, in that lovely travel lodge that smelt like cigarettes. Oh, that was
0: that was terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went and checked me in. I'm not sure how that was sort of
0: allowed. That you just said the name of a guest and they gave you their room key. Well, but, I, uh, <laughs> yes, that room smelled. When, quite when bad. you check
1: into a, when you check into a travel lodge, I mean, what you don't have to show them any ID, do you? <laughs>
0: No, I suppose not, no. So I checked in as they you. I don't really care.
1: Because you, you didn't want to park the Rolls Royce there. Because it was basically <laughs> <standard> Tesco's <laughs> Express, with a travel lodge sat next to it.
0: I thought I'd park it at the posh wedding venue that had a half-mile-long driveway.
1: Mm. So I did do that for you. And it did stink. Mm. So, <laughs> pop the window open. <laughs>
0: Thank you for opening the windows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's like no smoking signs everywhere. Yeah. Someone had clearly gone for a packet of Benson's <laughs> in there the night before. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was pretty bad, really. The amount I paid for it as well. It was only a crash. And then the car park flooded the next morning. There was an absolute wave of water sort of going through the car park. But anyway, it was good. It was good fun.
1: And you went to that mini thing
0: as well. Mm. Yes, I met Paul Smith, which was quite fun. Sir Paul Smith off of Paul Smith. The fashion designer. Yeah, no, no, I sort Um, of thought I had to shop.
1: When you said Paul Smith initially, I was like Paul Smith because I used to work with a guy called Paul Smith, but I also used to have a Paul Smith jacket, (laughs) and I was like, I used to have a jacket with Paul Smith on, and then I sort of thought, and I looked it Mm. up, and I was like, oh, that is Paul Smith, the jacket. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's done stuff with Mini before. He did, um, well, the the famous striped Mini that appears on a lot of his accessories, like wallets and bags and things. Um, I think that was in the 90s. A lot of people were invited to design minis. I think David Bowie did one, and Paul Smith was invited to do one. Um, And then he did a mini in the late 90s. I think 1999, there was a purple mini. And the only Paul Smith detail is, I think the lining of the glove box is green, like it is in his suit jackets. Um, And then this time around, he was invited to do a mini that was uh, sustainable. So reductive design, I think is what you'd call it, where it's just take everything out that isn't necessary. And it felt like it had been stripped out and sort of to a rally spec almost, and then made nice. So it had quite a lot of cork uh, in the interior on the dashboard and on the tops of the doors. Um, cork is obviously uh, sustainable, and um, there's no adhesive. You just heat the cork up, and it creates its own adhesive. And um, all sorts of little details like that. So you no infotainment. You just plug your phone in. Uh, bare metal body with bits of sort of. Uh, Imperfection, sort of deliberate imperfection. Um, it, it's an interesting idea, but it it just, it's so at odds with what the car industry is doing at the moment, and at odds even with what BMW is doing. It just felt a bit strange. So we had a round table with myself and a couple of journalists, and Paul and um, Mini's head of design, Oliver, can't remember his surname. It's he was a on a video this. link. Uh, <laughs> he was not Isagonas, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was unavailable on account of not being with us anymore, um, but uh, it was that you'd ask Paul Smith a question and he'd talk about design, and he really eloquent, interesting guy. Really held the room; we were all listening to him intently. And then the designer from BMW would jump in, or from Mini would jump in, and yeah, it just it just felt like the whole project was at odds with what car companies are doing. You yeah, know, they're adding more and more kits, and cars are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and heavier and heavier. So. I'm not really sure if it sits with what their thinking is. I asked them about the whole the fact that this car, you know, the idea is you just plug your iPhone in and that's it—that's your infotainment. And I I said, "Well, that's the most obvious sort of progression, isn't it? Because we all use CarPlay or Android Auto. We don't need iDrive in in BMW or Mini's case." And the engineer was not happy about that. The designer, rather, was not happy about that.
1: Yeah, but in a sort of way, I sort of get it. It's just like plug your phone in, use that. Because mm. you've got all your own songs, and if you want radio, you can get radio apps. and yeah. You don't need... I guess, it, it, but is it cheap? You know, if they're making this car... If the purpose of it was to be cheap and accessible, then take mm. everything out. Like you say, plug your phone in, everyone's got a phone, and that's that's yeah. everything you need. It's funny, I was t- talking, talking to our friend whose sister has just passed her test, and I said, oh, well, you know what she got, like, mm. thinking it was going to be some old banger, and it was a fairly new car, and mm. he said, well kids these days if, if if it hasn't got a screen they don't want it. And I was like, wow like, <laughs> Interesting.
0: Because yeah. I know the VW up famously has a mount for your phone, just a physical like grip thing that you put your phone on and that's that.
1: Yeah, it's in the middle of the dash. Oh, I think that's the way
0: that they should go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've we've got the Skoda city go at work which is basically an up with the Skoda badge oh, that yeah. has that same thing. Yeah. Um, I can't work out after three years of driving it I still haven't worked out how to put my phone in it every time I try I can't get it to
0: <laughs> it's sort of spring loaded in some way I think isn't it yeah. But
1: it's, it's,
0: an, it's, it's an interesting project none of it will ever happen yeah. in, in a, in a recognisable sense this is very much a concept um, you know, the, the fact that the airbags were all exposed there's just a grill over the centre of the steering wheel and the airbag behind it like I don't really want to see that. I don't want to see that, like <laughs> ballistic projectile in front of me. Um, but yeah, interesting. It was it was a fun event. It was great to sort of have a chat with Paul and a couple of other journalists. There were, um, you know, good friends, and
1: yeah, it was good. Like I just had this thought: like, do car companies put little messages on the airbags? Like, surprise, or if if you read this, <laughs> you've crashed. <laughs>
0: something that will transfer onto your forehead when it hits you
1: or don't worry if it smells of burning that's just the detonators for this <laughs> potentially yeah. uh, this one didn't but uh, I don't suppose they were armed anyway sorry went off topic there I was, random wandering thought of maybe they should put messages on airbags <laughs> <laughs> my first thought was that they used to write them on bombs
0: didn't they mm. like literally this one's got your name on it it's, uh, yeah, maybe. TVR used to do that, didn't they? Down the production line, they'd write, like, you know, Dave's a dickhead um, <laughs> in the bodywork and then spray over it. Or, like, you take the lining off the inside of a door of a TVR and it would have something like that written inside.
1: <laughs> Just a picture of a cock. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm sure that like, thing happened.
1: Only, only in British car companies. TVR were
0: really rogue. I feel... I feel there's an entire Netflix documentary in TVR and just how mad they were. Like, at motor shows, they'd have naked women on the car. Old school. Just as a way of promoting it.
1: Anyway. Those days. (laughs) I remember going to the... Very uh, old school. All sorts of car shows and there was women everywhere. I don't suppose it's like that anymore.
0: (laughs) No, it's not. Um, Some of the Italian brands still do that a bit. Yeah. but no, it's not really like that anymore. The Booth babes—they used to call
1: them. It's That's very think, uh, 2006 it. Loaded magazine. <laughs> it is Lads Mag. I was guilty. It's it's very very. We, we kind of grew up in the the Lads Mag generation in a way, and I was guilty of buying. I used to buy Nuts magazine or whatever all the time for the articles. When I was like a, you know, sixteen-year-old or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was yeah, happy yeah. reading about boobs and the man that fits 100 cigarettes in his mouth or whatever.
0: <laughs> there was always someone who'd been like bitten by a crocodile, wasn't there? It's like, look, you know, my leg got bitten off on holiday
1: once. It was like, tits, arse, massive injury, <laughs> weird facts. Cars. Usually a crap tattoo. I remember these have a page called Tats where people were saying <laughs> like awful tattoos. <laughs> and that was entertainment. That was, you know... Good entertainment 20 years ago. A
0: friend of mine, his calf appears quite a lot in those kind of articles because he's got a tattoo of... Um,
1: <laughs> it's,
0: uh, it's the old WWF wrestling logo before they changed WWE. And then above it is a panda hitting a panda with a steel chair.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which oh, is just yes. brilliant.
0: Yeah, his, his leg has appeared in quite a few articles on like, BuzzFeed or whatever.
1: Yeah. I don't think pandas exist now, do they? Sadly, <laughs> <Certainly, I don't. laughs>
0: they're certainly not hitting each other with steel chairs, and that's perhaps where they went wrong.
1: <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> so, what else has happened? Uh, was there any other? Well, you said there was quite a lot of news. Do you want to rattle through some oh, news? There was so much
0: news. I was just
1: making I'll some go notes. For a, I'll go for
0: a piss break, and you can
1: rattle. <laughs> <piss. laughs> you might need to go for a
0: poo break. To be honest, it could be a while. <laughs> I feel I've been talking a lot. No, very, very quickly. It was Monterey Car Week this week, which is in California, and it's a very big thing. Obviously, it didn't happen last year, but it's it's sort of it's sort of the Concorde events, all of the you know nice cars on pretty lawns and men in red trousers looking at them, and um, and various auctions. Um, so from that, we had the Aston Martin Valkyrie Spider. So the Valkyrie, uh, Adrian New designed, thousand horsepower V twelve hypercar. Now you can get it as a convertible. They're doing eighty five examples, um, and I forget who, but a journalist asked them. Has that not pissed off the buyers of the coupe? That now there's sort of a more desirable, more limited one. And they said, no, 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 on the contrary. It means that the coupe owners can buy both. (laughs) So. (laughs)
1: These are three million quid each. Sunny day, sunny day Valkyrie, (laughs) rainy day Valkyrie. Exactly, exactly. Valkyrie for all occasions.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So there was that. Uh, There was the Ferrari 250 Testarossa J which uh, I think the little car company I mentioned before, they do these uh, two-thirds scale, or 3 quarter scale little cars. They did the Bugatti and the Aston Martin, and now they've done a Ferrari 250 Testarossa, which uh, I couldn't say at the time, but I sat in this a while ago, and my God, is it good. <laughs> it's exquisite. Just the J. Stanford Junior. It does, yes. <laughs> um, it's uh... absolutely exquisite. And I was sat in I, I'm fairly short, but I was sat in it, and instead of being on it like you are the Bugatti, you really sat in the car. And you feel like, I like this. This car is around me. I don't feel like an adult in a, in a kid's car. It, it's wonderful. And, it's, um, and, and it, is, it is a Ferrari. It is legitimately a Ferrari. It'll be the first Ferrari to be made outside of Maranello. It'll be made in, in, in Bista. And um, it, it'll be k certified. Um, it, it, you buy it from a Ferrari dealer, I believe. It's been tested at Fiorano. When I was there at Bicester, they had one there and they had another one. They said it's going around Fiorano at the moment in disguise being tested. Um, so it's the real deal. Uh, and so it should be because it's €90,000 plus options and tax. Um,
1: for essentially <laughs> a toy.
0: An electric car that's designed for 14-year-olds and over. And it'll do about 40 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a beautiful thing. It's, yeah, the brakes are by Brembo, the steering wheel is by Nardi, the suspension is by oh I can't remember suspension company. Uh, y wheels by um, Baroni is it they do the Y wheels? Yeah, it, it, it's
1: they do, the, they do the beer. It's
0: no, it's with a B Beroni <laughs> I can't remember.
1: Anyway, it, it, it's a beautiful thing.
0: Um, what else? Very quickly. Oh, a McLaren F1 sold at auction, twenty point five million dollars. Uh, most expensive F1 to sell it's most expensive car to sell this year um, total sales in at the UK? Uh, globally oh, most this expensive. Car- yeah so this is at Monterey, Monterey. Um, most expensive car right. globally this year um, sales at Monterey Car Week are up 34% on 2019 so clearly the market has recovered um, and then some uh, so yeah it's been busy Lamborghini Contash I don't know if you saw this new LPI 800-4 Contash it's an Aventador that looks a bit like a Contach to celebrate the fiftieth anniversary.
1: Um, it's had a lot of stick actually. People don't like it. But, uh, yeah, I've not. I've not seen good. it. I mean, I know from a friend that had one that it mm. was a pretty awful car to live with. The Contach. <laughs> so, oh yeah, by all accounts, I think
0: they're pretty terrible to, to, to sort of to daily, as it were. Um, but Yes, this is just an Aventador, which is becoming quite an old car now, and it's had quite a lot of stick for that. But uh, but yeah, it looks a bit like a Contax, and and that's that. That is this week in uh, Monterey Car Week news.
1: So where did you get sent that special gift from? That was somewhere in <laughs> yeah. California. Was it Pebble Pebble Beach?
0: Yeah, uh, it was embargoed at the time. I think it's probably okay now because I think it's happened. Um, yeah, a company called the Outlier. They do various handmade car accessories, things like driving gloves. You know, nice string back leather driving gloves for for all those times you need driving gloves. Um, yeah, they do an official tie for the Pebble Beach Concours, and I'm being sent that. It's a yellow tie with a Ferrari on it. So I don't know when I would wear oh. it.
1: <laughs> well, every wedding and date, special occasion you go on. I suppose so, Sweet. yeah. There's a story to tell. They're only yellow making... Ferrari tie. <laughs>
0: They're only making 50 of them, so I feel quite privileged to be sent one.
1: Yep. Oh, well, you we have to put a picture on our Instagram when you get it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. I think that's that's all the news of this week. <laughs> Wouldn't normally do
0: news, but quite a lot happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is some interesting stuff. And the Radford got unveiled as well. That that Jensen yes. Button spoke about with us Yeah, it did. I thought that. Looked, yeah, yeah. What did you think? Thought about? it looked absolutely awesome.
0: It does, doesn't it?
1: Just. It's a very yeah, cool very thing. sort of sixties Le Mans esque mm. race car.
0: So sleek, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it looks great. And with the old um oh, what was the cigarette company? The advertising. Um, gold leaf, gold yes, leaf and gold leaf colours. Red,
1: red, gold and white, yeah. Which is the first cigarette sponsor in Formula One, I think, was like gold leaf.
0: Mm. Yeah
1: it was, yeah. Yeah, that was
0: all Colin Chapman's sort of brainchild, wasn't it, to have sponsorship?
1: So yeah, well, uh whilst we're talking about Formula One, there was Quite an exciting Formula 1 race since we last spoke. The Hungarian Grand Prix. What a bizarre I race. I had to make a decision that day because I started work at four and the race started at two. So if I mm. watched it at home, I'd have to leave halfway through and drive to work. So I went to work two hours mm. early. Got, got, got ridiculed <laughs> for it by my colleagues. But I really enjoyed just being able to sit there and watch that race on the laptop. Yeah, uh, Which was yeah just extraordinary, really. Because I just thought it was going to be a Hamilton walkover all weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: pretty much still was, but there it, it was a lot of other exciting <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the, the second restart was just bizarre. Just one car on the grid. Happened to be Lewis. <laughs> that was so, so strange. Yeah, all the bizarre. others came in. He didn't. Which was a... Mm. Well, it was a, a colossal error, but at the same time, it, it absolutely gave mm. that race some some buzz because all of a sudden you know most of the top drivers most of the race winners have been taken out yeah uh i mean it's a shame that i don't class vettel as a, a race winner but he hasn't won one for a few years so it was good <laughs> to you know you saw the, oh someone's different yes, yeah. some someone different's gonna win this week yeah and uh latifi did a good job of holding up the pack so the two could get mm. away at the front and you were like cool we're gonna have a new team winning this one yeah and uh, Ocon and Alpine did it. But, I mm. mean Hamilton almost. Yeah, it was took good. it If it wasn't for for Alonso mm. doing the absolute job, <laughs> <of> <laughs> he keep... did, didn't he? What a defensive yeah. effort that was. Because I, I think Hamilton would have got the win otherwise. So he yeah, he basically he did the perfect team job of, yeah. of getting him. Yeah, he stalled him for line. sort of five laps or so, didn't he? And it was a shame that Vettel so... got disqualified because you know he drove a good yes. race and didn't did. didn't pull yeah, any silly. He really didn't pull any silly moves just okay mm. We'll we'll you know we'll try it if the opportunity comes but if not second is good you know that kind of attitude yeah yeah um yeah good race and obviously at the start the, the original start was just silly and
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh bottas i just loved that you know red bull were really moaning about that uh, you yeah. know mercedes were really moaning about red bull and vice versa and yeah, yeah, die, yeah. Die yeah after what Lewis cut. did at Silverstone, and then on the first lap at the very next Grand Prix, a Mercedes <laughs> just ploughs into both Red Bulls, pretty much putting them both out of contention. You just couldn't write it. You just couldn't make it up, no. really. It was no. So yeah, that, that was a, a really good race, and hopefully, uh, when the season kicks back off in Belgium, it carries on in, in good style.
0: I hope so. Yeah, I can't remember if I mentioned this or not at the time, but I interviewed Valtteri just before the British Grand Prix. And I was under strict instruction not to ask anything about the current season. And um, it, it was, I can't remember if it was just before or just after the last race, where the PR was like, are we going to publish this or what? Are we going to publish it? And I did. I think it went out like a day after his absolutely calamitous start to that race. So uh, I, I feel I'm part of Bottas's PR machine now, uh, putting out a lifestyle piece on uh, on on him. But, but no, it was terrible. What a... What a just amateur hour, wasn't it, at that start?
1: Well, for him and uh, Lance Stroll it was, yeah. Mm, but it did, mm. you know, like, say, it shook up the order and sometimes you need that yeah. to, to create a race. Yeah, definitely. Keeps you glued. It no, was so was nice glued to see to a it.
0: new winner as well. I couldn't take my so eyes off It's the best it. thing, isn't it, when you, you see if somebody who wins, wins their race for the first time.
1: You want to see it, don't you? If mm. somebody new wins, you yeah. want to be there to watch it. And it's now yeah. left the championship, Lewis is on 195 and Verstappen 187, so it's brought Hamilton from, I, I can't mm. remember, he was like 20 odd points behind to being in front. But he was
0: well behind, I think he was a, almost a full race win and a no score from Verstappen behind.
1: And that's pretty much what he's just had, so yeah, yeah. It's, you know, the championship was far from over and it's going to be exciting the second half yeah. of the season.
0: Yeah, it is. It'd be a bit unknown about how many races we have. I think because some of them are a bit sort of on and off, aren't they? Oh
1: yeah, there's all sorts dropping in and out of that calendar at the minute.
0: Mm-hmm. So. We'll end up going to Austria another three times. Yeah.
1: Like, how many different names can they come up with for
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe local companies should sponsor it.
1: What, like A1 and Red Bull? <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I'm thinking like real small local companies, <laughs> like a local restaurant down the road. They've run out of options. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like uh, Gunther's Bradford Shack. <laughs> <Cron-Bree>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
0: <laughs> yeah. no, I'm looking forward to yeah, I'm looking forward to the season starting again in oh, a couple of weeks. Still, isn't it? We're only middle of August now.
1: Yeah, there's the break. It's we've shut down currently. Got Le Mans next week, which is mm. my highlight of the year and I feel very unprepared for it. Normally by this I don't time know anything about it? I've made a plan <laughs> for the game. weekend. I've I've got my spotter's guides ready and well, in yeah. other years we've been packing up the bloody camper van and going, but mm don't know I sort of haven't really got much planned for the weekend and I haven't really looked too much into it, but I will watch it. I will probably watch all twenty four hours of it.
0: <laughs> I will try. I always try to watch as much as I can wherever I am. But like I say, yeah, normally we're we're all together and watching it, so oh, I don't know. And I, I know nothing about the race. Um is it is hypercar this year, is it? Is the hypercar thing? Yeah, but I think yet? it's
1: just Toyota really.
0: And there are Right. And the others are... Because
1: there are two different types, aren't there? Not, There's not the, quite there. The grandfather ones. Right. I think it's next year where
0: it's all going to kick off, isn't it? With yeah, the, with the new coming customer.
1: up, and then the, 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 you know, mm. I think uh, Porsche, Ferrari, and all that are getting involved. Mm. And, mm. Yeah, so in be, a couple of years, going to be as well, good. They announced
0: a car this week. But, it's the fallow year then, perhaps.
1: Yeah, and it's another year. I sort of, when I start, when I used to watch Le Mans, it was always in sort of middle of June, which is basically the mm. shortest nights of the year. I used to mm. think, oh, you know, it's really cool watching them race at night and all that. And the night is very short there. You know, it's 10 o'clock till four in the morning. It's less than six hours of darkness. But then yeah, last I year... I was
0: trying to wake up for dawn and never manage it. Last it's, it's year, really...
1: they ran it in September. My mm. God, that night dragged on. It was about 12 hours of darkness. <laughs> and when you're watching on TV, all you can see is blurred headlights. Yeah, and so you couldn't yeah. really make out what was... For like half the race, you couldn't make out what was going on. So at least we we're a month... It should probably only be what eight or nine hours of darkness, maybe mm. not even that. There
0: are fewer cameras at night as well, aren't there?
1: Yeah, I just remember the night just dragging. I think God, it's got to be because it was getting mm-hmm. light in the UK, and I'm thinking, what's going to still? Because obviously <laughs> the TV cameras don't pick it up as well. Yeah, yeah. So at least we haven't got it in September this year, and it's pretty. You know, it should be a little less yes. dark. yeah it's a good So there point. we go. That's coming.
0: It, uh, it, it's such a good thing. I absolutely love Le Mans. Um, and it's but yeah it it has crept up on me I just I was looking at Instagram earlier today and people are all jetting off today aren't they to get started tomorrow with testing and whatnot so yeah yeah. it's a good week looking forward to it even if it is a little bit sort of between formulas at the moment and next year it'll be better but yeah it's always such a spectacle and there'll be a crowd there won't there
1: yeah I think there's a small crowd and Hmm. yeah it's just too complicated to go if you're not from France so I'm guessing everyone there will be French or European yeah well, in normal years,
0: it's the event that's attended by more British people than any other, including events in the UK. Wow. So more British people go to Le Mans than any other sporting event in the UK.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's pretty much all British number plates on the road on the way down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yet to go. I really, um, it's quite high on the list.
0: I know we're hoping to go as a group at some point.
1: Yeah, it's it's it, it, for me, it totally eclipsed going to the Belgian Grand Prix. In terms of accessibility and how many people were there, you know, the Grand Prix yeah. felt very exclusive, very, very busy, and yeah, you know, and whereas, and expensive, isn't it? Le yeah, Mans feels so much more. Le Monde was just well, you know, we're all here. There's lots of space. It's not quite as popular as F1, and you could sort of walk around anywhere you liked. Mm. And it lasted for days and days and days of sort of drinking in the sun. So yeah, it's good. Mm. So
0: Yeah, I'll have to go at some point.
1: <clears throat> on a, on a motorsport theme, I watched a good film last night. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised, doing these shifts, that I managed to stay awake for the entirety of the film. <laughs> but I did, it was about an hour and it forty. It must been good. Yeah, it was called Blink of an Eye. And it's a NASCAR-based film. Oh, okay. Which, I think I've heard of this, but I don't know much about yeah, it. Yeah, it was on Prime. And it's not free, okay. but I had to just subscribe to a thing... For a trial, which oh, well, like a
0: channel within Prime.
1: Yeah, well, it's called Motor Trend, and yeah. I thought, okay, well, I'll give it. Oh, yeah, I'll give it the free yeah, yeah, trial. To that and uh, yep. I looked at all the other programs on it. And I thought, no, that's crap. I'll just delete it. <laughs> I watched the film. <laughs> some,
0: there's some stuff with Jeff Throw Bovingdon, isn't there? The motion journalist. There was. Just, He's done some quite good stuff. Nothing
1: really grabbed me, so I thought, well, I'll just mm. cancel this. Um, but anyway, this this film, Blink of an Eye, is a NASCAR based film, and it follows the career of Michael Waltrip mm-hmm. who ended up being part of this kind of one of those, like, you know, them extraordinary sport stories that you almost yep. wouldn't believe if yep. somebody had written it as a book, you would say, well, it's just fantasy.
0: I'm thinking of the miracle at Medina with the golf and the Ryder cup a few years ago, that kind of thing. Yeah. Just to, so
1: it's that's a bit niche. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I don't know much about golf, but I'm sure it was really good. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um and it was also sort of also did it was a bit of a biopic on Dale Earnhardt as well who's like one of NASCAR's greats. And they mm. they basically ran through it together. They started at a similar time and they ran through yep. most of the 80s and all of the 90s in NASCAR and Dale Earnhardt is is a big was a big name. He's one of the most successful drivers mm. in the history, huge following, dadi da. Mm-hmm. Michael mm-hmm. Waltrip was the brother of Daryl Waltrip who was also I think he was a three time winner of NASCAR or whatever and and he was mm-hmm. always known as Daryl's younger brother and he for like 16 years he never won a sausage he did 460 mm-hmm. odd starts and never won a race in NASCAR Cup <laughs> wow. so he was known as this sort of joke not joke but he, he was known as the driver that just never won and yep. for 2001 Dale Earnhardt was building his own team and, and he had three cars and he had Dale Earnhardt Jr who was really young at the time in one car Dale Earnhardt in another mm-hmm. and the third one because him and Michael Waltrip were good friends so I'm, I'm giving away the plot a little bit he he gives he gives <laughs> Michael this chance in a top top car yep. and the first race of the season is the Daytona 500 which is like the biggest race in NASCAR mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they find themselves on the final lap. One, two and three. And Wall trips at the front. Never won a race. The Sun is behind. Who's also never won a race. I don't think at that point. And then Earnhardt is in third. And what he's doing is he's backing the pack up. And he's defending like absolute crazy. Mm-hmm. To, to let his two mm-hmm. other drivers in his team win. Yeah. And they get to like the final corner. And Earnhardt. Crashed, clashes with someone else, spears off the road into the into the wall, and and Michael Waltrip wins his first race. This after probably
0: like... needed a spoiler alert. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: so I'm guessing most people know the story, but yeah, if you don't yeah, want to yeah. if, if, stop the podcast now, if you don't want to know what happens in this film, This is an extraordinary story. And uh, mm. so Waltrip wins this race, and he's like over the moon. It's the be- you know he's finally won. It's like the best thing ever, the biggest prize, yeah. you know. There is. And then he finds out almost instantly that Earnhardt's been killed whilst he was trying to do this Mm. thing. Mm. So it's kind of, he said, never in sports has someone been so high and then so low so quickly, you know? Yeah. And then the season, the season rolled on and the results were shit because Dale's son and and Michael were just distraught over this thing. And Mm. then it came, they raced back at Daytona in July for the July 4th race. They were mm-hmm. back at Daytona, same track, you know, all the emotions and everything else. And they ended up coming one and two. The Sun won the race and Waltrip mm. came second. And it was just like <laughs> unbelievable.
0: You couldn't make it up, could yeah.
1: you? Yeah. So yeah, really good film. And I'd recommend anyone who's into motorsports or sports in general just to give it a watch because it's just... And this isn't archive footage then. This is a,
0: this is a film. It's a movie.
1: Well it, 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 no it, it's archive footage mixed with right, okay. uh, interviews you know with the protagonists okay. yeah 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 it's yeah. not it's not it's not a dramatization or anything like that it's yeah. simply factual
0: yeah
1: uh, and some very emotional interviews with people involved and some really good behind mm. the scenes stuff of you know what they used to get up to outside of racing and stuff mm. so
0: Yeah, really enjoyed. I might watch that this evening, and that's through the Motor Trend channel. So, do you need to pay? You need to have Prime, and then do you need to pay for Motor Trend, or can you? Yeah, it was free. Well, it was.
1: I got a free seven day trial of Motor Trend, which I just cancelled this morning.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Uh, If not, it was like five pounds or something to rent it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. I'll give that a go. That sounds good. You know, pour pour a beer and enjoy because it's a really good motorsport film Mm. and an incredible sporting story.
0: And I do love. I do
1: do have a bit of a soft spot for NASCAR. (laughs)
0: I I feel it's misunderstood, and I don't know a great deal about it, but I think there's a lot more to it than turning left. Obviously, there is.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes they pit, so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they turn a bit more left and end up in the pit lane, or on pit road, sorry.
1: Yeah, I went to watch a NASCAR race six years ago,
0: Mm.
1: and... One of the best good... things I saw... Well, it was amazing. Just the atmosphere, mm. the drunkenness. The... the
0: noise and the, the, the sort of... The occasion. The I think, is, is, the, is quite... The
1: noise just ripped through you, like...
0: Mm. Mm.
1: like oh, unbelievable. But the best thing... The, the real best thing I saw that weekend was the way they did qualifying for this particular mm. race that I went to watch. Each driver started their lap. They did... The lap of the oval, and then they had to make a pit stop. And they mm-hmm. had to come to a complete halt in a pit box in the middle of the pit lane, and then they had to come to a complete halt, and then leave the pit lane and complete the second lap. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing about it was there was no pit lane speed limit.
0: <laughs> so
1: some of the drivers, right, to, to make that doesn't sound particularly safe. Well, the, none of the pit crews are there. All you have to do is come to a stop. Yeah everyone's behind a barrier. What was brilliant is, you you know, some guys came in too hot, locked the brakes Mm. up, shot past the box and had to reverse back in and then go out. And others came in too slow and they made the pit box Mm -hmm. but they were just too slow. And it was a really interesting quirk to see someone find that middle ground of coming in really quick, managing to stop it on the the markers and then Mm. shoot Mm. off again Mm. and get the pole position or whatever. It was a really cool... Just a different There's a real thing skill to that, that. Yeah. I think,
0: isn't there? You just have to stop it you know, on a dime, as they probably so say. You can come in, in as fast right as you like. And then go again. But, you've got yeah, to but stop it's up hit. to you, because you, you've got to stop. Mm, I like that. They should do that in Formula One.
1: Mm. <laughs> you got to come in, slam on the brakes, stop, go again. With tyres like 50 pence pieces. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was it a case that F1 used to not have a... A speed limit on the pit lane until sort of the 90s because i remember watching the senna film and every time you, you sort of see them absolutely careering out of the pit lane but i don't know if that was uh, someone breaking the rules slightly but
1: i don't know I've, i feel like anyway, it did it just struck me
0: crawl, really. there's 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 a there's a shot in that i think at Suzuka when i think
1: senna pits and
0: absolutely flies out of the pit lane yeah. Um, so yeah, perhaps maybe it was I a bit of a like on, that. on exit. Just perhaps. literally,
1: as soon as they're finished with your pit stop, floor it. Just light it up and go, yeah.
0: No, that sounds good. I'll give that a go. And what's also coming up soon, um, and I'm sure you've seen this, is coming to Netflix, which is a documentary on Michael Schumacher. Yes. That's, can't, I think, the 17th of September. Can't wait. I think. It, it, it's definitely September at some point. And yeah, it's, as far as I'm aware, it's sort of a talking head... Um, documentary. I don't know if it's narrated at all, but it's um, family involvement. Um, It should be very, very good, shouldn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely we should all get together and watch that. Hmm. Not, well, we can invite some listeners. We might have to all watch
0: it on this. (laughs) (laughs) If the listeners want to join us, we can do a viewing party, that's fine. (laughs) Um, That should be really good. I'm looking forward to it. A fairly controversial character, I think... In period, I know, I think I probably have that opinion because I was brought up watching F1 and my dad didn't like him particularly uh, for his sort of slightly robust driving. Um, but obviously an incredible talent and I don't know how much of the story sort of since his skiing accident will be told, but it'll be interesting to have some insight into that. And then I don't know if Mick is involved as well to see how his son is, um, you know, obviously progressing the way he has done.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I can't sit here and say I've always been supportive of Schumacher because I, like Mm. you, I sat through years and years of watching Schumacher just win all the time. And that's kind of how I became (laughs) a Lonzo fan because he was the first guy that Mm. really came along and after that era of dominance, stuck it to Schumacher, which I was quite pleased about. Mm. And not because I disliked Schumacher for any real reason other than the fact I was just bored of seeing him win because for the first Mm. four or five years I watched F1, that was all I saw. Well, it's like seeing
0: Verstappen come along now and challenge Lewis, and it's it, you want to see it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, look, well, I'm looking forward to it. I still, obviously, very much respect what he did. And mm. because I was there for a lot of that history being made, it'd be good to hear some of the backstory, I guess.
0: It'll be good to see all the archive footage again as well, won't it? All those screaming V10s and all the cars that we miss. Because, of course, Netflix is obviously quite close with F1 through its uh, Drive to Survive series. So plenty of there'll be plenty of footage to enjoy. Excellent. Yeah, be good. Looking forward to it.
1: Well, was there anything
0: else? Or... Well, I think that's about it. Um yeah, I'm looking at my list of stuff to talk about. I think that's about everything. Can't think
1: of anything else. Yeah. My list was just tired, car's been crashed.
0: <laughs> Watch the film.
1: <laughs> Long week. I that's it. Long I put,
0: week. I, put I put, I put I put. Edinburgh, Balmoral, New Chapter was the name of a restaurant I went to. Highly recommended. Uh, oh, Haggis, Rain, Whiskey.
1: <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you <laughs> by <buying this> a <laughs> new chapter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that was indeed an episode of a podcast. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it, uh, whoever's listening. And if you'd like to give us some feedback in the form of clicking on one of those star ratings, that would be really appreciated. And if you want to leave a written review, that would be even better. Um, I think you can subscribe to podcasts as well I think through Spotify that's that's quite a good thing to do so if you wouldn't mind clicking subscribe that would be really uh, really appreciated Cool. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks yep
1: I'm off to bed
0: <laughs> yeah it is 20 to 9 you should really be going you're up at half 3
1: thanks <laughs> I, will, I might take the maestro in tomorrow it's a Sunday there'll be no traffic well, don't lie in. But if I lie in, I'm not... <laughs> you taking... <laughs> can't rely on the maestro to get you there early.
0: <laughs> if I wake up in time, Absolutely I'm going to take the maestro. Absolutely spanking the maestro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably quicker than that fiesta.
0: You'll be passing people and they'll be like, God, that man's in a rush. He's some kind of time traveller and he needs to go home.
1: <laughs> I think it's like, instead of a DeLorean, it's like a, <laughs> an <MG> maestro.
0: <laughs> Good luck getting it to 88.
1: Yeah. A maestro. It will never get. No, I think I, I. I think I've almost nudged ninety, but it was very buffety. It's a long private drive. Your friend has. Yeah, yeah. It? It's a really good dual mm, carriageway. Mm, that's mm, all private. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Right. Well, um, that was that was fun, and um, yeah, we'll be back in a
1: couple of weeks. Cheers, mate. See you later.